0: Hello and welcome to the Pageant Buzz podcast.
1: You are here with your hosts, Kristen and Rebecca. This is a podcast where we talk about glam, glitz, and what life is really like with a crown. This is a podcast for those girls who have inhaled more hairspray than they have oxygen.
0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Rebecca and Kristen, and we get to talk about pageant moms today. I'm very excited about this episode. Well, you have more experience with pageant moms, I mean, than I do. I feel like I just got a little glimpse of it because my girls did their first pageant this weekend, and um, some are kind of scary, if I'm being perfectly honest.
1: Well, I've never been a pageant mom, so you get to share the firsthand experience of being a pageant mom, and I'll get to share the firsthand experience of working with pageant moms. So we'll get to have a little bit of a dual approach here. You got to see a lot of pageant moms and be a pageant mom, and I got to work with a lot of pageant moms. I've been working with a lot of pageant moms, so this is a good like mixture, mixed bag. So first off, tell us about the pageant that your girls competed in.
0: So they were in the Mrs. Ohio America Junior pageants, which is brand new. This was its first year ever doing it. So there was teen, preteen, junior, and little miss. So I'm pretty sure that ages was six or seven all the way through 17. And it was really good. It was there were a good mix of girls who had pageant experience and girls who it was their very first pageant. My girls included. It couldn't have been easier. Um we showed up and we got their all the all the girls got a little gift bag which they were like, "We get presents. This is awesome." And then we just checked in. They gave us an interview t-shirt. So you really didn't have to plan around too much. An interview outfit. You just kind of styled your bottom half, and then the girls rehearsed. They went through it a couple times, so they felt comfortable. The stage was not overly big, so it didn't feel like really scary, in my opinion. To a lot of the little girls, and I liked that. The flow of it went really nicely. It. I learned some things that I would probably do different. That's for sure. But um, the girls did evening gown and fun fashion. And then they did a round robin interview, three minutes with each judge.
1: And I got to have a little sneak peek of the paperwork that they used for that interview, which was super fun, really um, age appropriate. I loved it. So cute, so fun. A perfect, um, I would say, like entry level beginner pageant, but also still really appropriate for girls that had a lot of experience. Like it didn't feel like, dumbed down at all. I thought it was a perfect blend of anyone could do it, but it still gave everybody a really level playing field.
0: Yeah. I, I really felt like that too. It felt like a really great one for at least my girls to do. And I had some familiarity with just the venue itself, because I was also volunteering at the Mrs. Ohio America program. So they've had it there before. I kind of knew my way around the hotel. That was nice. They did something really cool though. So they competed on when they Friday. Friday. They competed on Friday. <laughs> my brain is mush. It's okay. They, they competed on Friday and they did all of their portions of competition. And then the next day, They got to go to the big show at the big theater where Mrs. Ohio and Miss Ohio for America Strong was being held. And Mm -hmm. they got to go up on the big stage for them to do awards and crowning.
1: What I loved, I wanted to tell you, I have not told you this. What I loved about it is from the live stream, you could see all of the littles sitting in their gowns. Like you could see them because their gowns were kind of like filling out into the aisle just a little bit. It Aww. was so cute. You and Then whenever they got called up on the stage, all those like gowns kind of disappeared out of the audience. But it was such a pretty view because you could see all of their gorgeous gowns sitting down there in the audience. It was really cool to see. The little gowns, it was so fun
0: seeing the little gowns because they can get away with Way more like they. I saw orange and blue and green and yellow. It was just a little bit of everything.
1: Mm-hmm. And those big poofy skirts, the Cinderella ball gowns, all the things. I love them.
0: It was way more fairy tale ask. Thing I did hair and makeup for the kids, mm-hmm. which is fine because I I can handle that. So I didn't have to deal with any kind of like hair and makeup call times, which made me feel better anyways because that is stressful. And when it's not only stressful when it's you waiting, but if you're waiting for your kid, but I mean, I don't know. The director was really great to work with. I know there were some things happening with some of the other girls and she was like, it's no big deal. They won't get docked. We will, we can wait. Things happen. Just very understanding. I don't
1: know if all kid pageants are like that, but this one was, and it was nice. What were the girls' experience and feedback with it being their first pageant? Like, did they have nerves beforehand? Were they excited beforehand? I know I talked to them a little bit before they went on stage while you were doing their hair makeup, but what were they feeling as far as like right before they went on stage for that very first time? So excited.
0: Like not it didn't feel like an ounce of nerve at all. They were just so excited and they made friends so fast. I was shocked. I didn't know how that was going to go and I didn't know what other little girls there would be. I knew a couple of the moms and their daughters and so I kind of introduced them and was like, "Okay, hey, friends, go like be together. <laughs> like please be nice to each other." But there wasn't any meanness between the little girls. It really was they were all so excited telling each other good job, like genuinely happy for each other. It felt like at least my oldest daughter won best in interview. Um, so I was, I was shocked. I wasn't even like really watching for awards. I was backstage helping. And I heard the announcement and I was like, and I looked at Marianne, she was, um, another former in the back helping. And she goes, get out there, get out there. And I ran over to the side. I was like, oh my gosh, she was so happy. She cried tears of joy, like no joke.
1: Well, she definitely killed it. She was so excited for interview. That was the competition she was most excited for. And I'm very proud that she got that award because that takes a lot of, I I just feel like that is such an accomplishment for her very first pageant ever to win that. And especially because that award was for the entire division of all the littles from that six or seven age group all the way till 17. So huge accomplishment.
0: I know. And I just cannot believe that that truly, I mean, that's what she was sad when she found out the interview was after fun fashion and evening gown. She was like, oh man, I really wanted to do it now. Like, she, I don't know, like, who gets excited for interview? Because I feel like the I people do. That do are, no, nope. Liars, liars
1: all. Uh uh-uh,
0: uh. I love interview. It's my favorite. Well, you and Harper can chat about it then, because I <laughs> don't interview my favorite, but I also haven't found a good, I guess, like settle in point. I tend to get very stiff.
1: So I maybe once
0: interview. I find like a good, like, medium point where I feel like I can still be funny in myself and not say anything stupid.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> maybe I'll You're like so- it better. I just loved getting to like see her when they called her name I was beyond proud and then she got second runner up in her whole division which was a huge division of competition so really fantastic job for her and for um, your other daughter as well. Well, so my little
0: one, she's eight, she did not take it that well. She was fine on stage. She clapped and gave the winner a high five. But when she got off stage, it was like that emotion bubble popped over her head and she melted down. And then she does not like attention when she's upset. And so of course, like all these sweet little girls are like, it's okay. It's okay. And that just made her feel worse. And she just didn't know, like, how to feel and how to handle that. So I kind of had to sit aside with her for a little bit so that she could
1: understand, like, it's okay to have emotion. I remember my very first time that I didn't win or place or get any awards and how devastating that was. And I didn't cry until I got in the car. And my parents took me to Sonic. I remember, like, I still remember it so well, even though I was in high, like I was in high school. So it's not like I was little, little, but we went to Sonic and I got a, whatever they're called, like the ice cream shake things. I don't even know what they're called there, but like a blizzard type thing or McFlurry type thing. And it was Oreo one of those. I still remember it so distinctly. Like I think they were trying to like cheer me up, like eat this sugary treat and make yourself feel better. And I immediately like went to sleep after and when I woke up when I was home, my face was like so red and puffy from crying so much. And I was just like, this is the worst thing. I'm never doing another one. And then I woke up the next morning and I was like, okay, when is the next pageant I can do? I like, it did not deter me from wanting to keep competing. So I, it just kind of like fueled me to be like, okay, that was just one time. I'm not going to let that prevent me from still doing it because I love it. It doesn't, it's not always about winning.
0: And that's kind of how she was too. Actually, no, even in that moment, I'm like, we don't have to do it again. And she's like, oh, I'm doing it again. (laughs) I was like, I didn't, honestly, I just didn't know. I blamed myself because I'm like, I didn't, I didn't feel like I prepped them enough for the situation of like, no placing or winning. I felt like I did at the time until that happened. I'm like, oh my gosh, I messed up. So I had so much guilt because Harper was like, she could not have been happier. Like she just had so much fun and she did not need to win anything for her to have been happy. So the fact that she did was overwhelmingly just joyous for her. And then Harlow's very competitive, like over the top competitive and scary. And so I just, I didn't know what to even say to make her feel better or I, because she's like, they must not think I'm pretty. And I'm like, absolutely not. That is not what this is about at all. That has nothing to do with it. So we had to have a long talk about that. And I just don't know how to talk to her about making her feel better she
1: seems fine now but I don't know I think you just have to kind of have that reminder with her of you literally were in that same place your first year at Mrs. Ohio you did not walk away with any awards you didn't place and it just drove you to keep working keep practicing and it didn't deter you from keeping on going after your goals and it can't always just be about the crown you have to think about the other things you're gaining, the friends that you met, the fun that you had, like getting to do it with your sister and you know all the fun, those things, I think really keep you going and keep you motivated, especially at that age. And as long as it's fun for little girls, I say keep going. But the minute that they don't wanna do it anymore and they're over it, let them stop. And they will most likely probably wanna come back into it later on. But that's when I notice like, when they're done let them be done and let them come back when they're ready because they don't want to practice they don't want to put their shoes on and practice their walking and do all the things when they're not having fun doing it anymore it's just like any sport when you're done like you know like when they have dance or gymnastics or any kind of sport and they don't want to do it anymore don't force them it's it's an optional thing don't make them do it if they don't love it but as long want. as they love it then you got to let them because they love it and you see that like light in their eyes and they go on stage and they get their outfits on and stuff like you're like okay I can't take that away from them they love this even though it's hard yeah. when they don't win or they don't place or do the things that you expect that they will from your perspective sitting in the audience it's like ah oh, I thought she was the best of course we do And you can tell them all day long, like you are amazing. You are fantastic. You are wonderful. You did so much better than at practice or you did so much better than you did last time I I watched you, but it doesn't take away from the value that they're gaining and their confidence and their interview skills and all those things and the friendships. That's the thing.
0: Yeah. And they may, I mean, well, and that in her, like just wailing, upset, like state, she goes, at least my friend one, that's the only good thing right now. Was, oh, but your yeah, your bless friend won. Her heart. I know, like that was her like one thing that she was like, at least my friend won. But I think she got along with all of them, so I feel like she could have said that there was only four of them. Yeah, moms.
1: any any of the <laughs> ones who had won, at least my friend won. But that's so true. Like you always wanted to be somebody that you're genuinely happy for. So that's why it's important at all ages to get to know the women and the girls you're competing with so that you can't be genuinely happy for them when they win because they deserve it just like you would have. And you want them to be just as happy for you when it's your time.
0: And like, if I'm being totally unbiased at the moment, like the little girl that
1: won, yeah, it was her. She, she rocked it. She did so good. Okay. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about your pageant mom experience with wardrobe. And how you found their wardrobe pieces, put them together, did any extra little jazzes up with them. Ta- talk to us a little bit about your finds and steals that you did for this, because I was so impressed by your craftiness and sewing skills here. Oh, boy. Well, I signed them up so last
0: minute. It's not even funny. What was it, like a month in a week or something out? Like Pretty maybe much. a month. Like, like five weeks. So we had
1: very little time here.
0: I ended up, I literally had days to get a headshot done. So of course that's not enough time to go to like a Rick Martinez or, or somebody that, you know, typically I would take them to for a pageant headshot. So I went to JCPenney Penny. <laughs>
1: they turned out great you did a great job with your editing they turned out great the ad pages were so cute especially oh like as I was looking at the program book Harlow's ad page was adorable so cute Harper's looked like a a little movie star like model like she wants to be like they turned out so cute
0: I mean truly as best as it possibly could have, they turned out. And they did. They they were then the girls were so happy with them and they were like just thought that was cool to go do a, a photo shoot of just them. So it right ended like up, not family photo shoot. Yeah. So it ended uh-huh. up being totally fine. But so I did do that because they could get them turned around in 24 hours. And then
1: mm-hmm.
0: I could do some editing and then get them submitted because I had, I think days before the deadline and then whipped up their paperwork with you. So they sat with you and then you basically just had the paperwork in front of you and would ask them questions.
1: Yeah. Sort of did like a interview paperwork session at the same time. So I used it as a two in one and it worked great because I got to know them and use it as interview practice without them even realizing it. Yeah,
0: exactly. So that was fine. That turned out great. And then wardrobe. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I do? So what I ended up doing was for my eight-year-old, I got on Poshmark and just looked up little girls pageant dresses and found this woman with a daughter, probably a year older than her. And the measurements were appeared to be the same and I just crossed my fingers and ordered an evening gown and it was beautiful. It turned out so good. I didn't have to do any alterations. It was the perfect length, everything. So that, so that was truly lucky.
1: perfect fit. When she put that on, it was, it couldn't, it was like custom made for her. It almost felt like,
0: yeah, it truly was. So that turned out great. Harper on the other hand, um, did some shopping on her own found what she liked. And so I said, sure, I'll order it. I get it in. And I was underwhelmed by it in comparison to Harlow's dress, which was a true pageant dress. So I got nervous and I freaked out. And so what we did was I added rhinestone, big rhinestone embellishments so that it just came off the shoulder and it looked very similar to like a portion scarlet. The
1: shoulder strap embellishments that you added were stunning. That just really made it. I loved that. It looked so good. You really did a great job of doing like adding those shoulder straps on there. That was fantastic. It was phenomenal. Talk about her fun fashion, because that is my favorite piece that you did. So the fun fashion I ordered off of Fashion Nova and it came
0: in and it was very just plain. And so what I ended up doing was I added in a bunch of embroidery to the bodice that had leaves and flowers that kind of just trickled down into the tulle skirt. And then I stoned the top part of it. So I added this stoning to it and to the stoning that kind of of the sleeve that went off the shoulder and just judged it, I guess, as I like to say, even though it took way longer than just a judge, it took what felt like forever, but I did it (laughs) and it worked out. So I didn't have to do any alterations on those three things. Um, My eight-year-olds, the seamstress let me know they weren't going to be able to get it back to me in time. So I had a jumpsuit that she wore that I've worn before. It was a pink fringe jumpsuit. I think, again, I got it on Fashion Nova. I This was your idea, too. I took in the jumpsuit on the sides so that it actually fit her, and I cut off the pants so they fit her and I added a one-shouldered cape and I rhinestoned the whole cape so it had a little sparkle to it.
1: And you rhinestone the earrings. So cute. I forgot about the earrings. I made the earrings it was cute. It ended up adorable.
0: Very, very cute. I loved it. And then for interview they gave us t-shirts, which I loved that it was one less thing to worry about. It was so nice. Wait, can we talk about something, some things I saw or no, not yet.
1: Yes. Share all the things.
0: There were definitely pageant moms and you could tell the ones who had done this before. Oh my gosh. And some of them brought these cool little pop-up tents, by the way, that it was like a little makeshift dressing room that they could Like a little changing tent. Yeah. That was not like a weird pageant mom thing that I saw. That was like one of the genius things where I was like, oh, I need one of those. Like a tanning tent or something. Yeah. But it like zipped up in front. Yeah. Like their own private dressing room. Now, some people use the bathroom. Some people did that, but I was like, that is so smart. And I was nervous. Cause I'm like, how am I going to get up and down the stairs with all these dresses? And it didn't matter. All those pageant moms had these had wagons just like I had, and they just loaded their stuff up and left it out there. And I was like, that's um, okay. That's a good idea. No one was going to mess with it. So it ended up working out really well. What I did see though and this was very frustrating to see, but there was a mom whose, um, whose daughter's zipper broke and she lost her ever-loving mind and made a scene and it was jarring. I've never in my life seen a parent freak out like that. It was wild. It was wild. I've like, never seen anything like it. And was this happening during the performance time during the show. Yeah. Like they had gotten changed. They were getting an evening gown. It must've, it must've broke. And she was yelling into the theater at her friends to come help letting the door slam.
1: Oh, I was standing that's really distracting kinda, for the contestants.
0: Yes. And I was standing kind of near the back and I could hear her yelling in the lobby, literally yelling. That's so frustrating about this dress. I saw her yell at the director saying like, we just bought this dress and the zipper broke. And it's like, okay, well, what is she supposed to do? First of all, second of all, she was there helping like went above and beyond truly. And was like, listen, it's not going to matter. I'm going to let the judges know. We're not going to take any points off. Let her go out. This poor girl's crying because her mom is losing
1: her ever loving mind. The mom's like, and probably she was like embarrassed and like trying to figure out how to like, what to do, because you know, at that age, what do you do when your zipper breaks? You don't know.
0: No, I know. So instead of being just like a calming force, she's freaking out. And then she's like, do you want to leave? Should we just leave now? Should we
1: leave? Do you want to just quit and leave? What is yeah, You have to be you? like so calm during that time. And like keep her focused and like build her confidence and be like, you know what, it's going to be just fine. You're going to go out there and smile and make it. And it's going to be fine.
0: I'm sitting there. I'm thinking like, Oh my gosh. Like heaven forbid this kid doesn't do well. Like she's going to set the theater on fire. <laughs> oh my, like, gosh. my gosh. Like I was legitimately <laughs> nervous about like, I was, I was sitting there and I'm like, God, please let this kid place or do something because this woman is going to end us all if she does. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like that's how bad it was. And there was people around her this, maybe they were trying to calm her down. It didn't seem like it, but I just, it's like, Rebecca, if I saw you acting like that to a kid and you're my friend, yeah. uh, Yeah. I'm going to be like, Hey, like I'm going to want to step in and help clearly. Like you cannot handle
1: this at this moment and you should probably walk away and take a break. Yeah. Like take a deep breath and I'll let me talk to your daughter and we'll get this handled and come back in five minutes. Oh, and then I'm sitting there thinking like, I wonder if there's like anybody else
0: like that here, which I'm sure there was.
1: Yeah. I mean, I will tell you, I've had, uh, I was doing a that, you know, when I came to Ohio and did that workshop, um, I led it with another coach and she is a, former contestant, along with her sisters, they all competed together for years and years and years. And her best piece of advice to all of the girls that attended that workshop was be nice to your mom (laughs) or whoever, (laughs) or whoever brought you to the pageant. She was like, I have been that girl that snapped at my mom, that was rude to my mom, that was blaming my mom for things that were out of her control because I didn't like how the hair makeup artist did my hair and makeup or something like that, that my mom had no control of and I took it out on my mom. And I really regret that now looking back and I mean, granted she's apologized now, but that was her best piece of advice that she offered them because the girls were asking us a lot of like tips and tricks and stuff. And I really took that to heart because that's the, usually what I see. Typically what I see is the girls get stressed and are really rude to their moms. And because that's the person who's going to love them unconditionally and they're, they're tired, they're hungry, they're thirsty, they're sleep deprived, and they just want to take their aggression out on somebody. And it typically comes out on either their mom, their grandma, their aunt, whoever they're with at the pageant. And I've seen it so many times and it really hurts my heart. And I loved that she shared that piece of advice was be kind to your mom. But because we have a lot of moms who listen to our podcast, maybe our piece of advice should be really be kind to your daughter and remember that this is supposed to be fun and that this should be a positive experience for both of you. And let's treat everyone with kindness.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing. I, like Har- Harlow kind of snapped at me, obviously because again, like that made sense to me. Or like if I were to, see- I didn't actually see any kids snap at their mom, but had I seen it, I probably wouldn't have thought a thing of it. Truly, because you almost expect that out of a child. I did not expect that out of a grown adult, and I did not expect the people that were around her to just let her carry on and make a scene because it was disruptive within the theater, whether this woman knew it or not. Like I could clearly hear her and the people in the last couple of rows could hear her.
1: It's just so distracting too for any contestants around, I mean, her own daughter, whoever else it is, that is it's hearing that it just gets in your head and really affects your mental headspace. I just hate that. It just makes me sad. I know.
0: It was like this poor kid, like she probably is like,
1: get me out of here like <laughs> like i don't care no matter what age division you're competing in a pageant should be fun and it should be because you have either a purpose that you're trying to accomplish a mission you're trying to accomplish a message you're trying to spread some type of confidence you're trying to build whatever that purpose is of you doing this it should be positive and that's it should always end feeling like you accomplished something, whether it's a personal goal or a community goal, uh, some type of goal that you accomplished through this competition, you should always feel like you left as a better version of you than you started. And I really hope that people take that away from pageantry. That's what gives the sport the fun of it and the positive parts of it. And people like you're describing, I feel like give it the bad name. And that, that is the very rare thing. It is not the norm.
0: Yeah, I would have to agree with that from based on what I specifically saw that it wasn't the norm. And there were other little girls that had, you know, little things go wrong with their stuff. And, you know, you just, you can't take it like too personally. And to be quite honest, it's not like this
1: pageant had a huge entry fee. This particular pageant was pretty quote unquote, low stakes, you were not competing to go on to a national level pageant, you aren't competing for an international level pageant, it you're competing for the state title. And that mm-hmm. that was the end of it for this year, like this, that, that was the, the end, you won your state title, which is a huge accomplishment, amazing accomplishment. And I'm so excited for the girls who won. But it wasn't like you're competing for some giant next step after that. So again, like, not like a huge national level co- competition with hundreds of girls in your division and those types of things.
0: Mm-hmm. I know. And you know what, though? Maybe she was having a real off day because I mean, I get it. <laughs>
1: like, and you get it when you're just
0: had it. No, I totally get it. Kids, I mean, so-
1: I've totally had it where I've stopped at my kids and it's not to probably you or whoever, you know, like it. Definitely- so, I mean, we'll just pretend that
0: this was not the norm, and maybe it was just a one-off.
1: So, overall, as a new first-time pageant mom, would you do it again? And if the girls want to, will, will you do it again? And did you learn things that you can do differently next time?
0: Yes. um, To everything. They had a blast. They definitely want to do it again. I don't know if I would want to put them in anything like kind of even what you said, like high stakes at first, like this felt like a very amazing first step and it was a great experience. And I never want them to feel any kind of overwhelming stress about it. So I think it'll be just take it one step at a time with each pageant, but they definitely want to do it again. Um, as far as if I would have done anything different, it, everything worked out so well. I think, I think what I would have done different for sure was to sign them up sooner. And that way it just would have given me more time for wardrobe stuff. But I feel like these pageant moms probably had a pretty substantial wardrobe already. So if I, if I gather some pieces, then maybe it won't be so stressful to start from nothing. And, if I were to go anywhere else, I'm definitely bringing one of those changing tents. Cause that was genius. Yeah. That tent sounds like a total worthwhile investment. Well, and it was funny. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh.
0: Walk down the stairs in this elevator and all the, I mean, they all kind of like stake their claim everywhere. They had their wet. Wa- I mean, there was just those collapsible wagons, which I had to, I was very proud of that. I had that with me and it was all these tents and I'm like, it felt very much like when you're driving and you can see like under a bridge where there's like 15 little tents. i like, is this like a, <laughs> yes. a homeless? <laughs> like a homeless site? village? Yes, that's almost that's what it looked funny. like, but it was so, it was just
1: glamorous dresses everywhere. That's funny. Well, I will tell you from knowing a lot of pageant moms that the hardest part of being a pageant mom of a little girl is that they outgrow things really quickly and you think you have wardrobe pieces and then it becomes a month or two months or whatever and you decide that there's this pageant and your daughter wants to enter and you go to try on the wardrobe and they have grown two inches or three inches and their dresses are too short or they've grown in size and that dress or fun fashion or casual wear or whatever no longer fits. So that is the hardest part is they outgrow things so quickly. So that is the, I think, the probably the hardest part of being a pageant mom is you're constantly outgrowing things. And versus like an adult, typically once you have pieces in your wardrobe within a certain couple of sizes, you're typically like, you know, if you have a size range of stuff, like you can kind of fluctuate within those and have your wardrobe pieces. Like if you've got a gown that you know fits you at your pageant size, then- you can wear that gown multiple times, multiple years, your interview pieces, those things, but littles, they will grow like a growth spur overnight. You know how it is with littles, they just spurt up and then all of a sudden nothing fits. So that is the hardest part, but the good news for you is with having them staggered in age, maybe you can pass things down.
0: Yes. Maybe pass things down. I'm pretty crafty and I can be creative with some pieces too. So Like I saved so much money by doing what I did to my oldest stuff and especially like that fun
1: fashion for your older daughter, that really looked like a really, really expensive piece that was like fully stoned on the top and all of that, that you added all of that yourself. And that easily could have been like a six or $800 fun fashion piece that you did yourself on a very like low dollar amount, but it looked really high end.
0: Yeah. Like truly in comparison to what I don't, I doubt everybody spent this. Cause I feel like pageant moms probably are some of the most resourceful people. Like there's a reason that they know the tips and tricks and what to bring, and what not to bring yeah. and how to do mm-hmm. things. And so I can't imagine I was the only one that was doing stuff like this, but yeah,
1: it definitely helped because I, I did not spend almost- a lot. Almost every pageant mom that I know of, like young girls, knows how to stone. They have a rack of E6000 and stones like in their house somewhere where they just whip out stoning and they are always constantly like stoning dance costumes or talent costumes or whatever if their daughters are in a competition with a talent costume or talent competition or they're adding stones to gowns or whatever, like always just adding beads and things and they can make anything out of anything. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. And I could totally see myself stuffing somebody in a dress if we really had to, like, if I was like, we don't have time for this. You're going to have to suck it in girlfriend. And we're going to right. work.
1: We're going to make this work. <laughs> That's right.
0: Make it work. Is it, what is that from? Is that from project runway? Yes. Tim Gunn. make <clears> it work. What all I was thinking about too was these moms that do the glitz pageants
1: mm-hmm. and
0: holy cow, like the preparation and the money that those moms put into those pageants. And it just made me think, man, if my kids said they didn't want to do it anymore. And I was doing one of those, I'd be like, done.
1: We're done. Thank goodness. Yeah. No more flippers, no more of these over the top, crazy outfits and dresses and no, no masks.
0: Yeah. Talk about when you outgrow something like, holy cow. So then they're ordering a new set of teeth every six months. (laughs) I mm -mm, No, I can't imagine it. That's a lot. And then like their little headshots are, there's a lot that goes into their headshots. It's not just a regular pageant headshot.
1: Oh no. Those are like porcelain doll paintings.
0: Yeah. Like whoever, takes those pictures, puts a lot of effort into editing them and then
1: their and the hair and makeup for them and everything. Oh, the hair
0: pieces, the wardrobe, that wardrobe for them probably costs more than my Mrs. America
1: wardrobe. Yeah, for real. I think and most I of couture. those like, little cupcake dress type dresses, I think they like the baseline is like at least $800. I feel like
0: that is wild for a little teeny tiny
1: dress. <laughs> mm-hmm. That they outgrow in no time. It's just wild. I've never coached anybody that did a glitz pageant. I It's not my jam for me personally. I, it's just not something I've ever competed in. It's not something I know about. But... And I
0: didn't see anybody giving their kid pixie sticks or anything. There might have been. It wasn't a bad idea. Like If one of my kids were like, I'm tired, I probably wouldn't have been above it. But... <laughs>
1: Well, I think what worked really well is that all of your competition was in one day and at night. Most of the time, I think that happens when you have to get up really, really early in the morning and start interviews early in the morning. That's where I've seen it done is if you have to get up for hair and makeup at five in the morning, these little girls, they didn't go to bed because they had a PJ party the night before and didn't go to bed till 12. Then they're getting up at five for hair and makeup for interview interviewers, like to be down there at seven 30. That's where I usually see the moms doing the coffee, sugary drinks, whatever, frappuccinos. I couldn't think of what they were called. Like the frappuccinos, the candy in the mornings, those kinds of things. Typically, that's where I've seen it done is the time. Like these little girls are just so tired. But I think what worked so well was everything was all in one day. And it was in the evening where their energy was higher and they didn't have this exhausting long week long or you know over the top schedule and the final day was also our early time which was mm -hmm. awesome for everyone involved
0: yeah I think that's the only thing too that I would be a little nervous about going into another pageant system which if they want to do another one soon obviously that's what we'd have to do is I just this was such a good experience and I just wouldn't want to ruin it by putting them into something that maybe isn't like that. Or like the moms are more like the ones that are going to freak out and like stress everybody out around them. And it's not just one, it's all of them or, you know, things like that. Like that's what I would start to be kind of nervous about.
1: Well, from my experience being around tons and tons of pageant moms, the majority that I know are very much kind, sweet, amazing women who want the best for their daughters and treat them so amazingly and I have not had any experiences like you described I have seen some daughters I have seen some daughters snap at their mamas and I've called them straight out but I've also seen that all the way up till the teen (laughs) level and I have been that kind of a girl as a teen so I I get it I've been a little you know sassy teen to my mom and I have to remind them that this mama is who paid for all of this wardrobe and getting them to this pageant, and they better be kind
0: oh I
1: know it is stressful for them though it is but that doesn't mean you can be mean you have to still remember who loves them and brought them there and doesn't get them an excuse to snap with them and then no. usually immediately recognize it and they're like I know you're right I'm sorry Aww. and then it's so funny because then the next second when we're doing a mock interview and I'm like who is a woman that you most admire? or Who do you want to be most like in your life? And it's always their mom. It's always that same person that they just. Left out.
0: Oh, that is like, you don't know anything. You messed up yes. my hair.
1: You did this and you're the worst. <laughs> yes, Yes. And then they always say her and I'm always like, okay, now remember that when you're talking to her next time and remember how you want to be just like her and please be kind to her.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh, I know it is hard. I mean, I remember now I didn't do pageants, but I remember snapping at my mom. Like I, for whatever reason, needed a Snickers bar before I played a softball game. I don't know how that worked out. It feels, makes me want to throw up now, but <laughs> I needed a Snickers bar and a Fiji water. And I always had to pee right away. So we'd get to a tournament and I'd be like, mom, I need to go to the bathroom right before we start like, right. Cause I would get like nervous yeah. and I had to have all my like little things yeah, pre-game so she, ritual. Yes. And so she w- had to find me a bathroom and like basically pull me away at the exact right moment before the game started. So I could go to the bathroom and then I had my Fiji water and then I had my Snickers bar and heaven forbid the snack bar didn't have a Snickers bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, I anyways, totally get it. I empathize with experience. both sides. And I am so glad that your girls got to do it and you got to have this experience with them. I think it is so special that you got to do that as a mom of boys. It's something I have not ever gotten to do, but I feel like I'm a little bit of a pseudo aunt for a lot of my clients and definitely not in that same mom role, but I get to cheer them on and be their support system and a lot of their Adventures around the world. I had a little girl competing in Florida at a national pageant at that and she—it was her first time. She's competed in a lot of nationals before, and this was her first time that she had ever placed at nationals. And she got second runner-up at nationals in her division, which was a Aww. huge, huge thing for her. And I was just so proud. We have worked together for a really long time, so to see her have that huge. Um, accomplishment of second runner-up at nationals was so huge top three and um, it was also her first pageant she'd ever done a personal introduction from the stage where she spoke in the microphone and she's very like she's overcome a huge amount of shyness in her life so I was so proud to see her do her personal introduction in the mic and own it and be so confident it was a big like proud moment for me. That's amazing. And I know for her mom, like huge, and for her parents, for sure, they were like beyond proud. But just for me, kind of sitting in that sideline and quote unquote role, very, very cool to watch. I'm very tired. I feel like it just,
0: the kids are fine. I'm like, doesn't the pageant like hang over you guys? Because it's here for me. (laughs) not,
1: Not for little kids. They don't, they don't experience it. They just bounce right back just like normal. Okay. Well, do you have a Chris's question for me? Yes, I do. Would you ever enter your daughter in a pageant? Why or why not? Well, I can
0: absolutely say after experiencing one that we for sure will be back to the system that we just competed in. It was such a good experience. The only thing that would keep me from wanting them to be in it is seeing them be treated unfairly or seeing them be bullied, basically anything that's going to cause them to be scarred for life. But otherwise, if they like doing it and they're happy doing it and they come out of their shell, then I'm all for it. We're going to do it as much as they want. All right, Rebecca. Well, we'll be able to hopefully be back on track. We got off track a little bit, but we'll be back on track now. And then We'll have our new episodes out every Thursday and you can find us at pageant buzz pod on Instagram. And as Rebecca always
1: says, don't forget to sparkle. Follow us on Instagram at pageant buzz pod for all things pageant buzz.